0: Bring it on, Yugi. All right, it's time to duel. That's a nice attack, but I'm not down yet.
1: You're listening to the Shadow Realm Podcast, brought to you by Bamani Lounge. All right, here we are for another special edition of the Shadow Realm Podcast. And today I have with you guys a very special guest. His name is Shannon Long. How are you, Shannon? Pretty good, man. Chilling, chilling. Yeah, uh, so Shannon is one of those players in the community who is known for playing a specific deck. Like you have Triff out there playing Pendulums, you have Robbie Cole playing Gadgets, but you have Shannon playing Mech Knights. So nice. Shannon, first of all, tell me like what you've done with this deck, like just pure Mech Knights, not even Invoke, just pure. So just pure Mech Knights, i probably
0: won at least, definitely well over the first place 10 regionals. And then I topped uh, Fort Worth with them. Yeah.
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So Shannon, when I met you, it was Catskill Regionals, and yeah. you gave, you gave me the sauce. I I, I <laughs> remember like it was like around eight, and I was like, I was like XO one or X one at the time, and I think we were playing at table two or table three, and you were like undefeated yeah. with Meg Knights, and I thought it was a joke. Like I thought like someone was <laughs> playing a prank on me. Like, <laughs> I had no clue cool what was going on. I'm like, I'm playing against someone named Shannon. Like, I thought you were a girl. Like, I, I didn't know what to think. <laughs> so, like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to play against some girl playing Mech Knights. This is going to be easy to O. I'm playing Thunder Dragons. So, like, yeah. you would think, like, Colossus, like, would be good enough there. But that was right. not the case. So, <laughs> this man, to tell you what happened, he uh, artifact sanctoned me. So, I couldn't play for a turn. And then you use, was it scars that, that brings back a level five or higher secrets, secrets, so world legacy secrets, targeted the scythe and the graveyard and summoned it back on turn three. I'm like, wow, now I can't play for another turn. And then I get OCK and I'm like, yeah, you got it, bro. And I remember, I remember walking back to my friend. He was like, oh, so how quickly did you win? And I'm like, bro, I lost to Mech Knights. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my experience with you. And obviously, you won that regionals. You got first place. So uh, that's a huge accomplishment. That's when I knew you were legit, bro. Like, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I've, sure, I've never seen someone like you. Like, you play with a lot of swagger. And you play very confidently. So, like, I feel like people are on the defensive, like as soon as they sit down to play against you because they don't want to like put cards in the same column. They don't want right. to mess up. And then if you have like that one like Dark Ruin No More or like that one Sack card, yeah. then they're great. Right. It's just over, yeah. So... That's literally how that works. Have you been playing this deck like since it
0: came out? So when I first... The, when Mechanics first got announced, I looked at them and I was like, eh, they're okay. And then once, once, once... Cause we already had secrets and I was like, this could be broken, but we have no way to search the trap. So I wasn't playing it. I think I was playing like BA or something. And then Morningstar got announced and I was like, what the hell? What is this? And then it came out ever since then, I've been playing Pyramid Knights. Once we got Morningstar.
1: That's cool. So how do you feel with Gersu now? Like that's just like the bread and butter of the deck.
0: Yeah. Gersu just broke the deck. I mean, the deck is still like under the radar, but like hopefully it stays that way. But like Gersu is insane. It's one card, everything in any deck, honestly.
1: Have you ever, like, tried the the Invoked version? Because I know I played Invoked Mech Knights. I got, like, my first regional invite or national invite with it. And I enjoyed, like, how, like, consistent it was. This was, like, two and a half years ago. But did you ever try that version? Like, I know you're very against it. So yeah, tell us so what your ideal is it about Now that. I'm against The reason why I'm against it
0: now is because I played it for a very long time. So okay. I played pure mechs, and then it was a because we were still missing a lot of cards. Mm-hmm. So I started playing mech mech invoke which was really good back then i remember i got the list from this dude clay miller and so i was doing good with it i didn't get any tops with it though i just kept getting frustrated at like every time i go for an otk or something they had had to out and then i just use my resources i don't have any hand trash left so i'll just lose <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's always how it happens uh so yes. how do you feel about the game do you feel like mech knights as a deck kind of got more support just by the generic going second cards like nibiru and dark row no more like do you think that helped the deck a lot oh absolutely
0: like mech knights as a whole like it's a obviously it's a go second deck and i think about this with any go second deck as like formats change and we get new cards they only get better so like hand traps like phantasmate broke the deck nibiru broke the deck it was just infinite impermanence broke the deck anything that helps you go second that keeps coming out the, the deck just gets better over time
1: i agree no it just snowballs like once you're resolve like that first purple and if you're able to protect yourself from dying like the purple comes back you got another blue sky you get another surge you summon indigo and then on your opponent's yeah. turn you have secrets and you you move indigo twice and then if you have another mech knight that's like three negates almost like it's like skill drain pretty much right. and your opponent's yeah. like gonna try yeah, to play yeah. and they play into it and then you just counteract them so it's it's like right. it's, it's such a weird deck but i feel like if you pilot it consistently enough like you know how to outplay mm-hmm. your opponent yeah
0: you got you, you definitely have to know every matchup that's another thing about the deck it's not forgiving at all the second you misplay like a lot of times i just lose like if i do a single thing just out of turn i just lose
1: right yeah i, I think it's definitely one of those decks similar to like how sky striker is now like there's a skill gap and like if you're yeah better than your opponent you should probably win the game and yeah like you can't mess up but if you play everything to your correct capacity like to your maximum capacity yep. like everything correctly you should win the game so that much i respect yeah. about the deck pretty cool yeah Hell yeah so let's talk about you are starting a new youtube channel is that correct yes i am yeah what is the name of your channel so it's column
0: king it's actually <laughs> i got the i got the name from. Uh, SEMO, that's what he kept calling me every time I did like a stream or anything. He's calling me the Column King. So i was like, that's actually a pretty dope name once I use that.
1: That's yeah. awesome. That's I honestly yeah. that's similar to how like when Triff first started, because pretty much like Team Samurai, like gave him a shout-out, and then he yeah. became this personality, and then he became his own entity and people started right. like following <laughs> him. So maybe you'll see maybe you'll see uh Shannon here being called the Column King. So yeah, you, you you get a lot of notoriety I see in the like the mech Knight Facebook page, like everyone pretty much respects your opinions and yeah, you're pretty much one of the only people to have like, um like an accomplishment in the Yu-Gi-Oh with like pure. I, I don't know. Maybe there are other people, but yeah. do you feel like you have like some kind of authority in the mech Knight <laughs> department? I mean, yes and no. There's, there's definitely,
0: I've definitely seen some onesies and twosies that I have a couple of tops with, with pure mech Knights, but I, I can confidently say I have the most, and I'm the most consistent with it. So in a way I do have uh say in how the deck should be ran, but at the end of the day, like again, it's a go second deck. Nothing's really wrong. Like it's right. Preference.
1: Right, definitely. So where do you think where do you see your channel going in the future? Like are you just gonna be talking about Mech Knight content? You're gonna be playing a lot with the deck but are you going to be branching out to other archetypes? What, what's the future for this? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's obviously mech knights
0: my favorite deck so I am going to focus mainly on mech knights for a long time, but as I, as time goes on, I do plan on, like, branching out. I mean, even now, I'm going to, like, obviously, I'm going to touch on meta and stuff. Like, mm-hmm.
1: that's obvious. But, yeah, mainly, yeah, I'm pretty good talking about mech knights. That's awesome. Yeah, actually, I don't know yeah. if you knew this, but years ago like five six years ago i started my own channel and it was called saber selections like i loved x sabers so X-Saber's nice. yeah uh and so i did a lot of x saber content i did it pretty well like i got up to like a little over a thousand subscribers and nice. i had some pretty popular videos out there in fact back when i started uh team samurai was only at like 5k and we had this like stream an x saber mirror match and i destroyed yeah. him <laughs> but uh <laughs> I, I love like when you pay attention to like one specific archetype and yeah. you put your heart and soul into it like yeah i would say that i did a lot with thunder dragons in this last year but usually i don't really like i need to feel that connection with the deck and obviously colossus yeah. and band kind of killed that for me yeah but i i like that you have that connection with that deck and i think that's what makes your content yeah. super watchable is because you have a background with the deck you have proven success but you also like go outside of the box and people respect that
0: yeah yeah i agree i mean i've been playing obviously i wouldn't be as good as with deck as good with the deck as i am now if i weren't playing it consistently i've definitely been playing it for well over damn like two years now just that deck that's it yeah yeah it shows
1: (laughs) i I feel like you don't have to spend that much money on the game like people always be buying these new decks like i bought three decks in the last two weeks and uh here you are playing the same deck like these people it's like these people (laughs) playing true draco right like i'll be diagram got put to one like people play true draco forever from when it came out and you'll still be seeing the same people playing true draco at locals for three right. years and they never yep. even bought like another yugioh card <laughs> someone are like salad players like they buy three yeah. structure decks and like maybe some signet mitings and that's really like all they really do yeah. but that's cool that you have that connection to that deck so for for the sake of your subscribers because your channel is pretty new why don't you tell us about a little bit about yourself like outside of yugioh so like what's your life like so if you don't if everyone doesn't already know i'm in
0: the army i've been in the army since 2017 so not too long well yeah 2017 um honestly there's not much to really say outside of that i'm in the army mm-hmm. i'm a scout sniper okay um <laughs> so
1: you snipe with guns and you snipe yeah, with mechanics yeah, yeah.
0: Right. facts 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 no facts. yeah i just been, i just been taking it easy um i, was, I live out in north carolina Uh, Fort Rag, that's home station Mm -hmm. um so that's where I've made a lot of my friends since I've been here in terms of logos and stuff awesome Uh, so you travel back home yeah I travel travel a lot especially before COVID I was like you'd always see me at original
1: right right Um, definitely
0: but yeah most of my homies are like back in New York and Philly Mm yeah
1: awesome so what's your what's your biggest goal in the game like outside of getting your YouTube up to like x and x amount of subscribers are being popular like what do you want to do in the game do you want to win nationals do you want to oh, be of course world's that's competitive?
0: that's that's literally like the main objective yeah go to, not not just go to nationals i mean i mean i mean obviously go to nationals. not just win nationals or win worlds mm-hmm. but to do so with mech knights i yeah, want to exactly. do that that's that is the dream i want to do it with mech knights so mm-hmm. bad
1: yeah I, I think it's I'm definitely doing. capable especially when you have that format when everyone's going first and there's yeah. like a set specific deck like i think one of the reasons why you had so much success especially like in the last year or or and a half or so was because one of the best decks has always been sky strikers and i feel like sky strikers while there are variants that go second it's mostly like a going first deck and they would like set like some back row and i feel like it's super easy just to like play through the back row and yeah it is blow them out evenly matched
0: yeah i get questions all the time about like how the magnite from for other guys their matchups against like like altergeist or sub tears or just yeah sky striker just back row heavy decks that it's hard, but I don't I don't really see it. Like it's literally they're giving you columns. Right. So back row decks were never really hard. But yeah, back row heavy formats are like really, really easy for magnites. Knights. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I respect the amount of pressure that one blue sky can put on. And I mentioned this in one of the other podcasts, but one deck that I actually played after I got like invite with Mech Knight invoked, I actually got another invite with Mech Knight Spirals. And <laughs> it, it was a going second deck and we played like uh like two oh, wait. blue sky. Two I think doubles. I remember you showing me that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you make the, the ring five, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That that's that's a whole that's a whole nother thing, but you can go River Stormer with yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. with like a blue sky and any other level five extender. You play Insta Fusion when Insta is yeah. at three. And you that go Riverstormer, Riverstormer search, uh, quick fix. Yep. That was a later version of it. But when I yeah. got the invite, it was literally just trying to put on pressure with blue sky and tough and agent. And because yeah. like back then you didn't have Nabir in the format. You didn't have like dark ruler. It was literally like, if you got past Ash and Ogre, you were winning yeah. the game. And if you resolve yeah. double helix, you win the game. So yeah. called by the grave was super new. And yeah. we were thinking of cards that would bait Ash and Ogre. So, like, since Blue Sky lost to Ghost Ogre, because like, right. it checks on resolution, and people yeah. started to pick up on that, we knew that yeah. if we summoned Blue Sky, if they had a hand trap, they would use it on the Blue Sky. Yeah, so, obviously, yeah. We, we would bait hand chops with the blue sky and the, and the uh, purple, and we would just go, all right, normal summon tough, special summon agent, pop, 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 go uh, double helix, master plan, right. summon sleeper. Now that pop, you pop, put
0: pop. it that way, I'm yeah. taking disrespect to it because it sounds mm-hmm. like you were just throwing back <laughs> Yeah, they were, the,
1: they were my scapegoats. Yeah, I, I put them to hell, bro. Uh, um, round, eight, round eight of Brooklyn Regionals, like two years ago. I uh-huh. it was like the maybe round nine. It was like the last round, and we were playing for like t- like tenth place or something like that. But I uh-huh. like I was playing against someone who, who like didn't have their invite, and I didn't really <laughs> love this person, so I was like, now nah, let's just play it <laughs> out. And game three, I go uh, summon. Blue, he's playing altar guys. He went first. He goes like set two uh-huh. pass right. So I go all right, uh-huh. bet summon so a blue sky. He goes uh, <laughs> thinking, and I'm like okay, and he goes uh, I'm gonna use my ash now. And my friends are sitting in back of him, and they're just like laughing so hard because they know what I'm about to do. I go, All right, bet. Normal, I activate like uh, Resort so you can't target my shit. Normal summon up, special summon agent, pop both of his back rows, and then I start playing the game. So that was pretty funny. <laughs> Oh uh, God, i love mech knights man like they're they're yeah. so like they're they're extenders they're good going mm-hmm. second they put on so much pressure they play through back row they're not normal yeah. summon reliant they're so they have big. A lot of good things going yeah and and yeah. the fact that the, the link exists like it just means you can go into any like you can search any world legacy card and the world yeah. legacy cards are broken like you have a monster yeah, reborn you have yeah. a call of the haunted that negates it's crazy you got an E telly <laughs> yeah you got an E telly now you have yeah. Gursu, which is one of the most broken cards in the game yep might start playing mech knights now It's <laughs> pretty good it is, man, it's a fun deck um all right so let's segue a little little segue here next segment okay. of the show let's talk about the meta so meta coming from the mind of a pure mech knight player what do you like what do you think the best decks are right now and how do you play against them like how like how do you play against them with a going second deck
0: yeah so the best deck to me by far i think uh Adam is the best deck, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think. They're I rotten. mean, yeah, the, the synchro Eldridge is broken, but like, I don't know how to explain it. I think Adam is just. I've played. I've I've played against the deck so many times. Mm-hmm. Adam is just so much more overwhelming because I mean, yeah, there's just so much more overwhelming because they'll they'll put up their combo and then because of Black Dragon, they'll be able to search the resources again and just and just keep grinding. But um, in terms of playing against them, both Adam and Eldridge Synchro. You're playing a go second deck, so obviously I just want to. All I really have to do is like draw the barrel or dark roller, and the game is just over. Mm-hmm. And doing it at the right time against um, that's just for game one. Game two and three are even easier because depending on the the build that I'm playing against, I'll like take out take out the barrels, take out everything else to
1: put in like cards that they haven't seen game one. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So do you main like in your? I'm not asking for your deck list, but do you like main? like triple dark ruler in your deck or do you just try to side those cards in like you try yeah, to keep
0: so, so dark ruler is i think it's the most broken board wiper mm-hmm. i get asked all the time between dark ruler and evenly matched and lightning storm i think dark ruler is just it's the game ender like you can't mm-hmm. respond to it and right. everything gets negated so i that card it's a it's an auto win button so i main that card okay at three but cards like nibiru i play two of like for me when i built my deck Cause I'm always trying to go second. If the card isn't, uh, um, if it's not a game ender or it's, or it's not a direct support of my engine with, of mech knights, then I'm not going to play three of it or I'm not going to main it. So dark Roller is going to win the game. I'm going to play three of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. And so how do you consider your ratios from like hand traps to like game ending cards? Like do you play hand traps, like Ash and Yeah. Dr. So, Baylor? so funny about,
0: funny thing about hand traps. The only hand traps I've been playing are Nibiru and Phantasma and infinite. I don't play. I stopped playing Ash mm-hmm. because I got tired of Ash and something, and then they just have the follow ups and the follow ups. Right. Stop. I haven't played Ogre in forever. Mm-hmm. Um, Baylor, same thing. Every deck has constant Extender, so there's no point in playing cards like that for me. Right. So, um, yeah, I just play literally just the the game ending the game ending cards. Yeah. And cards that can't like infinite. I'll always play infinite because not a lot of actually. There's no there's no monster that's going to get infinite. Right. That's activated on your turn as an trap. Right
1: yeah and plus it's like a it's a trap card so you can just set it for a column i feel like that's yeah, exactly. important because you do that's need it. columns and nibiru is also the same thing where you put the token in like the extra deck column or yeah. wherever that's available and or like if they have a spell or trap or something like that you put it there so this way you right. set up your mech knights and you could search too with blue sky which is pretty good yeah it's really good it's insane actually yeah i agree so uh so you think that emancipator is like one of the best, like probably the best deck, and then maybe Synchro yeah. Eldritch is like maybe second best deck, or they're both yeah. in like that, that tier one realm. So, what do you think yeah. after that? Like, do you think like Guru's is high? Do you think Alter Guys is high? Like, what do you see those decks at right now? So, when it, I mean, the other decks, if there was a deck that so I'd
0: put Rock at first, Eldritch Synchro at second, if there was a, if anything, a deck that I put at like third would be, um, see, I want to, I want to say solid but like I like destroyed that deck but if I weren't play, <laughs> if I won't if I were not play mech knights I'd probably say that's the the third best deck mm-hmm. like guru guru Every time a guru player tops, I still don't see how I don't, yeah. I don't 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 understand that. I don't understand how it wins. I don't
1: know. That's funny because we just uploaded a whole podcast about how to play guru. And I'm like, wow, this is 20 minutes of my life, that I'm never going to get back. (laughs) (laughs) No offense to my co-host, Zach Alder, an avid (laughs) subterror player, but come on. Like, let's keep to combo.
0: But yeah, Guru is like, it's weird. I have a weird feeling about that deck. Like, Altergeist, I haven't seen it perform that much yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Even with three the multi-faker? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's happened between when they already had three and, and when they got only had one. I don't know what's happened in that gap. Yeah, that right. not that good right now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Do you I, know? I don't know what I, it is. Uh,
1: I haven't seen... I, like I don't really follow the PPGs because I know that they have their own custom format, like no Hucka Fibrax. So... Yeah. I don't maybe I think it might have topped one of those events I'm not sure off okay. the top of my head but in my opinion like alter guys is sort of like a worse outlook because like yeah their definitely best, their best cards aren't searchable like right you can't really search like all right so your starter card the, the marionette gets you to like a protocol but that doesn't get you like your your spoofing isn't searchable like it's not an Altergeist card really and you need to draw like solemn judgment so right you need to draw at least one of those negation cards so it's yeah, kind of okay. a weird deck and like Elvick, all of their trap cards that almost do the same thing, they replace themselves. So they're like better better. versions. They're better going second, and they can also play combo or like invokes. They don't need their normal summon. Yeah. So definitely a good take on the format. Uh, So let me ask you, because this was another instance of someone playing a deck that was sort of outside of the box. A couple of weeks ago, Ryan Yu got first place at the LCS with Sky Strikers. That was insane. So. And he opted to go second, if I'm not mistaken. So do you think that he took a similar approach to how you, like, play Mech Knights? I guess. I mean, honestly, I I didn't see his build or or anything, but
0: I'd have to assume so because my mindset is um, if I just – so as a going second player, my mindset is I don't want to – whenever I build my deck, I don't – if I can't – damn, how do I explain that? If I can't win going second – I'm, just, I'm I'm am assuming I'm always I'm going to lose every dice roll. If I can't win going second, then I mean people are going to hate me for saying this, but my my deck is bad. Like right. I can't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I make my deck always able to go second,
1: then like I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. No, I, I put it in simplest agree. terms. Like yeah, yeah, well, like his deck was revolved around like like just floating, like playing Sky Striker and trading resources until you get to right. the point where you can kill your opponent. Like, you make five Fibrax, you go Celine, yeah. you summon an Effect Valor, you go Selene, you bring back the Veilor, and you go into Access Code. And, like, he yeah. abused, like, Access Code as, like, the focal point of his deck. He just and Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Yeah. it was insane. So, I, I yeah. think that was sort of, like, one huge, like, like, breakdown in the meta, because, like, we thought the format yeah. was so defined. And maybe, like, the, the rock yeah. deck is still the best deck, but you still, yeah. like, have made, everyone beat- started thinking. Yeah, everyone started thinking. Yeah. So, it just goes to show, that there is space for other decks to compete. It's oh, not absolutely. just like if you're not playing the yeah. best decks, you can't win.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I got uh I got for, I got like pushed away because I was play I when I first started playing Yu Gi Oh, I was always playing obviously I was always playing meta.
1: Right. But
0: once uh so there's one instance that that's when I just started playing Rogue at all times. That's mm-hmm. when I like picked up Meg Knights a little bit after. Right. But Pei I started playing Pei when that first came out and then, you know, I just Dropped a dollar, full max rarity, everything, boom, got the deck. Yeah. I think I played it for like a week, and then you know what that happened. Hit. Yeah. That shit is crazy. e they yeah. just hurt my pockets. So I was like, okay, right. never again. I'm never going to commit to a, a right. meta deck. Like Ever since then, I, that's when I started thinking more about my card choices and stuff.
1: I remember that first weekend that deck was available with like Cyber Dragon Infinity and Pendulum yep. Sorcerer, and like Twin Twisters just came out. I actually right. played Infernoid at the first Locals that that was legal and i went undefeated i played i played against all uh i played it like four pepe and i played against one uh mermail and this was the first weekend that netibus was legal so it was like all the best decks and like i just destroyed people with like decatron and like reason was at three (laughs) it was great so Uh, i felt that's like one of the decks actually that i did play for a while and i actually did choose to go second a lot of the time because of the void imagination card uh it's right. just like so powerful like Shadow fusion like you just like resolve it and you like pop every card in the field it was insane and yeah. send all your infernoids so definitely like if you know the format really well and you expect like like in pepe format when pepe format just started you knew that if a player was good they're probably going to be playing this pendulum deck that just came out that set up that exactly. sets up like yeah. five negates so if you expect yeah. that you're going to play against this like if you expect that you're going to play against rock combo or like Elba combo pretty much like all those cards it's like Alright, Savage Dragon, Arc Light, and like the Buster Lock. Yep. Like what cards do I use out that? So if you have like the Dark Ruler, like you you like yep. pretty much like reset those cards to vanillas, and then you just pretty much have to get around the Buster Lock, which really isn't a problem for your deck. Not at all. Literally I just go Dark
0: Ruler, summon attack. It's just yeah. A lot of times it's just it's just summon attack against against rock. It's literally just summon attack. It's like playing goat kind of yeah
1: <laughs> like they, they think they're playing 2020 yugioh and they're like wow i have all these cards like flock dragon search for three it's like Pokemon, like draw five cards and like they right. think they're so nice and then you're like all right dark ruler like attack and it's like set a cards <laughs> pass i agree draw two cards
0: That's, facts, man. That's facts. yeah
1: yeah so all right so um moving on to like the last segment of our show so like one, one thing that we always do pretty much on a regular podcast as we talk about this book called Road of the King by Patrick Hoban. And pretty much mm-hmm. is like a whole book on how to play Yu-Gi-Oh, how to play tournaments. Then he breaks it down into deck building rules. We could just throw this book out the window because, Shannon, you use none of these concepts. Like I read this <laughs> book from cover to cover and uh, similar to a <laughs> former national champion we had on the show a couple episodes ago, Eric Caronson. Mm-hmm. Who, who he won nationals with Monarchs, but he's known for winning 2016 uh, or 2015 YCS Dallas with Infernoids. And he went 16 and 0. And like, he believes like there's no rule. In fact, like he has, a as a, he has um, like, he's up in head to head matches against Patrick Colbin. So he refuses to read his book. And <laughs> uh, you're kind of similar. Like you, like you're, you, right. you have had a lot of success. And like one thing that Patrick mm. Holbin states in his book very clearly, like always <laughs> deck built to go first. And I have asked him personally, like, Hey, this is this really good card for going second. And I'm thinking of playing a going second deck. And even to this day, like he's not playing right now, but even to this day, he'll tell me like never play to go second. Like it's never a good idea, but for some reason, like you have just found <laughs> all the success with playing a going second deck. So yeah. I feel like you have to write your own book, bro. Like, what what <laughs> concepts? What are your deck building rules that uh, fits the anti Road of the King uh, mold?
0: So, like literally, what I just said earlier. If I built, I'm gonna assume I'm always gonna lose the die roll, like every time, because I'm just that I'm just that good. So my point is always gonna opt to go first because everyone's playing the same deck and they want to put up that board. Mm-hmm. So in that theory, if I just play go second cards, boom, I win. And then in the same theory. They know they like a lot of times like actually before COVID when I go to the events everyone knew who I was so right. everyone knew what I was playing so of course everyone's making me go first It mm-hmm. kept happening so if I'm going first so boom I play all these go second cards right I draw draw my five cards you made me go first hand trap hand trap knight back, like, engine backlight like, engine hand trap okay cool I can't do anything pass I have all these hand traps kill me oh you can't all right cool now I'm gonna just play back knights
1: <laughs> so one card that was That's so that interesting that when I played against you. You're playing Awakening the Dragon. Like how, oh, yeah. how does how does that how I don't know if you still play it, but like how did that card like fit into your strategy? Was it like because you're assuming that against mech knights, people set card like people try to like get rid of your sets because they know that you're gonna try to build a column and they're gonna try to pop your macro? Yeah. And yeah. they know that you're gonna be siding into Floodgates because like the opposite of like they, they would put you go first, but they think that you know that you're going first, so that you're gonna side in Floodgates and they're gonna side into a twister. Right. But instead of you side yeah. in floodgates, you side in, like, Awakening the Dragon. So this way, when they twin-twister you, you summon a big monster, yeah. and then it's like they don't have a win condition anymore.
0: Right. It's even more prominent now because of Lightning Storm. They don't, They can't pick and choose. They're just right. like, everyone's playing Lightning Storm. Mm-hmm. But, like, game game one, even if they didn't know I was starting floodgates, game one, they saw secrets. Right. If they subtract, this again, game and everything. So off the rip, they're thinking, oh, he's playing that, that skill drain card. i got to play cards to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. So... I just side in the waking. They're thinking I'm uh, like, I didn't hard search it, so I, I hard drew it and I set it. Or, like, even if I didn't, I wasn't uh, finishing my combo. I was just sending a card in front of a back row to summon a Mech Knight. The mm-hmm. majority of times they're going to want to get rid of it so that you don't start a combo. And right. if it's waking the dragon, you just summon an auto win. You summon a Scythe off of it, or are you summon like a big uh, Xyz monster? It, it literally depends on the matchup. You,
1: like, 90% of the time it's Scythe. I summon Scythe. Mm-hmm. Just so I can just keep looping it. Right. Do you play. Would you play, like, Sanctum, like, going second? Or would you only play that for going first? Because, like, if you get over your opponent's board and you're, like, able to, like, establish, yeah, yeah. like, your right. engine and then you set Sanctum, like, that's game oh, over. Oh, that's what you
0: mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I do that all the time. If, mm-hmm. if I know I'm about to go second, it's game two or three, mm-hmm. uh, I'll still side in the, the Sanctum because I can clear your board and then summon size, like...
1: Right. Gotcha. So, obviously, Mech Knights is one of those decks that I feel like it's not really tier zero broken i feel like it's never going to be like that deck where it's going oh, to get yeah, no. hit so i feel like it's it's going to be around for a while do you think yeah. that mech knights will continue to be like not in the meta but sort of like a step below where you can continue to play it for a very long time absolutely
0: yeah. absolutely because there's no one like going like the deck isn't running wild like rocks or right or out the sink or like there's no one playing it so there's no reason for it to ever get hit Right. only card that might get hit but it's still under the radar is Girsu. right and, and that because card won't go for a
1: long time and yeah. like even orcus is not really doing amazing yeah. like you see one or two decks pop up but the deck's not consistent enough in my opinion to just like run rampant it's not better than that emancipator and then right. like even above that like rocket's still better yeah. uh i think mermels is still better and then like maybe yeah. orcus after that but i, I think oh. gersu is gonna stay for a while I- I actually
0: completely forgot about Rockets when you asked me about the best. best yeah, so I <laughs> definitely got touched
1: by I got
0: touched by Rockets right before this. The rockets are broken. Oh yeah, with with the new uh two yeah. chaos card. Yeah, they just keep looping the, the dragons. It's yeah. Crazy.
1: Yeah, that's, that's like that's what I was saying, man. Like it's hard to just stick to going second when all these broken going <laughs> like broken going first decks are existing, you yeah. know? But at you the just, end of the day, they just yeah. end on the same three cards. It's just right. they're doing it in different ways. Right, you just
0: gotta adjust. That's what go Seconds decks do. They just they mm-hmm. build and adjust. I keep losing. All right, I'm gonna change it up, switch it up on you. So would you, you know, ever I'll play? Second
1: would you ever play like a going first deck again, or no? Would you like you love like the way you play love, going second? I love this is me. Like I love
0: going second. Right. The last go first deck I played was PK Fire. PK that Fire. was a hot minute ago. Yeah,
1: that was like that. That was <laughs> Yeah, that <laughs>
0: That's
1: was <a> lot. Yeah. <laughs> But next, listen, neck knights—they're broken they're absolutely like one of the better like archetypes that ever existed and sort of similar to true draco like or Strikers. like all the cards are just really good and they put on a lot of pressure and they're good going second and they're not to the point where it's like really like insane but you consistently play every game and i feel like you'll always beat players that are worse than you yeah so, all right, do you have uh, anything else you want to say about your channel or anything that your subscribers should know about you and where your content is going in the next couple of months? Uh,
0: not nothing Nothing too crazy. Like I said before, I'm just going to be putting up a lot of content on Mech Nights. Um, as I told you, I'm just waiting on Wednesdays and Tuesdays for things. That, a couple of milestones i got to hit before I do so. Right. Uh, it should be happening by the end of this month. I'll be able to consistently provide um, people with that con- content. Um, but, yeah. Just excited yeah. for it. Yeah. Sounds
1: good. Well, uh, the Shadow Realm podcast is brought to you by Bamani Lounge. And we have our own Yu-Gi-Oh! EDO Pro tournaments on Sundays and Wednesdays. So maybe you'll see Shannon play in one of those tournaments with his Mech9 deck. Take home the pot. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it should be pretty fun. Uh, you're a part of Team Ape. Is that correct? Yes. So shout out to Team Ape. And uh, hopefully we see Shannon doing some things in the near future. Hopefully with IRL Yu-Gi-Oh!, getting back to regular so thank you shannon for joining the shadow realm and we'll see you on the next episode of the podcast see you later guys bye